as we make our way through the city in ways that connect us to this gospel story for today, we come up the hill from the city center and pause at this place along the way that calls to mind so many parts of the story of how God comes to us in Jesus. At hospitals and medical centers like this one throughout the country and around the world, people acquainted with the full range of human experience come and go throughout each day. Places like this, people understand and know suffering and even the loss of death and also healing and the joy of birth. That's true every year, but I'm especially mindful of how this past year has brought all of that to the forefront. On many occasions, hospitals have been stretched beyond their limits this past year because of the number of people stricken with the COVID virus. And there therefore have been elevated levels of anxiety and fear and loneliness and grief. At their deepest levels, these especially hard realities have led patients and families and friends and hospital workers and caregivers sometimes beyond the limits of what they can bear. I'm sure that countless ones among them have prayed that same prayer that the crowd shouted to Jesus as he came into Jerusalem. Hosanna, they cried, which simply means save now. We often think of it as an expression of praise, but first and foremost, Hosanna is a prayer of intense longing from the heart of people who know they have gone beyond their own limits. If there is praise in it, it's praise that is steeped in need and want and desperation even in light of the circumstances that people are experiencing. And what I want to hold deep within me as I hear that prayer of the people in the gospel story today is the promise that it is never prayed in vain. I put my trust in that promise when I read it in many other parts of the Bible, including Hebrew scriptures, the ones which inspired people who welcomed Jesus to Jerusalem. And now as we journey into Holy Week, my trust becomes grounded in the fullness of this gospel story, which continues from here into Monday, Thursday and Good Friday and Holy Saturday and finally Easter. Because in the full story, we meet the God in Jesus Christ who enters into every part of our human story and into the full range of our human experience. It is like the, the full story of what happens in places like this throughout every hour of every day, where there is the mingling of both suffering and death and the remarkable healing power that is here and the, the joyful new births that happen each day. Here, as in our own lives, there is anxiety and fear and disappointment beyond what people can bear. And there is comfort and care and healing and hope beyond what people can imagine. And here, 
as in our lives, I do trust the promise that God is fully present in all of this. And for me, it's wrapped up in the way that I've come to trust that God truly is saving us now. I often hear people talk about salvation as something that God gives to believers after they die. But my heart is drawn to the promise that it is a gift for all people in this life, even now. In other words, we don't have to wait to have our prayers of Hosanna answered. But what does that answer look like in our lives now? I think it's most obviously seen in the healing that is granted to us today in body and mind and spirit. With eyes of faith, we recognize that when those gifts happen, recovery from illness, peace of mind, wholeness and spirit, that those are actually gifts that come to us from God as answers to the prayers of Hosanna. And just as God chose to fill Jesus with the healing power that he had, much of our healing today too comes through people who use God, uh, who God uses to answer our prayer. In hospitals like this, it is all the, the medical staff and the caregivers and the ambulance drivers and the people behind the scenes who bless hundreds of others every day with the gifts that God has given them to share. And beyond these walls, it is all the people in our lives who have been God's healing presence for us. Our prayers of Hosanna in any form that they have been shared have been answered this past year for many of us through people who have tended to our physical needs. It's been answered through all of those who have listened to us, supported us when we have been sad or anxious or fearful or lonely, through every person who has prayed with us and lifted our spirits up with words of love and hope. Taking it into the streets of cities like this that I see before me too from here, it's been answered in every person who has protected the vulnerable among us and stood up for the oppressed among us and fed the hungry among us and lifted up the lowly among us. This is what salvation looks like right here, right now. And it looks like all the new life that is springing forth, not just in the gardens around this hospital, but in families and neighborhoods and communities throughout the world. Easter Sunday will be a joyful celebration of that saving work of God that is seen in all new beginnings and all the life that bursts forth in new creation. It takes the fullness of the Holy Week story, however, to see the salvation that is also hidden in suffering and even in death. And that's why we don't just speed up now and rush to the empty tomb. Instead, we go at the pace that Jesus went after entering the city. 
and we even come to a full stop with him in the garden and on the hill where he died. In communion with all of the people who have died here and in places like this around the world this past year, and for all of the family and friends who couldn't be with them at that important time, we make the slow pilgrimage through Monday, Thursday and Good Friday. And we do that to see God's salvation in the full range of human experience. We go slowly so that we can see what is so often missed in our search for God's answer to our prayers of Hosanna. During Holy Week one year ago, we did that slow journey through Holy Week while mourning the loss of Bill Lincoln from our St. Mark's community, who had just recently died here in this hospital. And this year, we make our slow Holy Week journey while mourning the loss of his and our very dear friend, Dick Rodning. In each case, slowing down has meant seeing how God was with them so intimately in their last hours of life and in their time of death. It has meant seeing again that the grace that flowed from Jesus at the table in the upper room, the trust that came to him in the garden, the love that filled his heart at the cross, and the peaceful commending of his spirit, that these are not just gifts that are locked in time and space or in some story about the past. Instead, they continue to be answers to prayer that show us in every generation, as we have seen in these loved ones, what salvation looks like right here, right now for us in all of life and through death into new life. It is fitting then that we join the crowds who welcome Jesus into the city by praying Hosanna with them and by daring to trust that it is a prayer which is never prayed in vain. And for that, thanks be to God. Amen.